0: With us now, Matt Norman, head boys basketball coach for the Central Cast Squirrels. they play the Richland Colts tomorrow night in the championship game down in Wappington on the campus of North Dakota State. That'll be at 7.30. Matt, first and foremost, thanks for making the time. And uh, congratulations on getting to the Region 1 championship. And and I tell you what, talking to Brad Andersons of the world and the Joel Morgans of the world and, and the coaches throughout the season, I think everybody said buckle up and climb aboard because the Region 1 tournament would be a lot of fun with a lot of games. And I think that's what we saw so far here coach
1: absolutely thank you for uh, thank you for having me on uh it's 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 been kind of a wild ride in in region
0: one where we've, we've had uh
1: i think uh, a lot of um, competition especially in the top uh six uh, and we saw that with uh, kind of how the region tournament played out it's uh it's a very competitive region and we're just uh we're definitely thankful and, and feel pretty blessed to be in the spot that we're in right now
0: You've won eight straight games here, Matt. So I guess the question is you guys have a, have a very tough schedule as well. Hillsboro Central Valley, look at some of your non region games. You've been tested this mm-hmm. season, both in the region and out of region. Uh, what has clicked, so to speak, Matt, in the last uh, month, of, month or so here for your club?
1: Uh, I, I think we're, we're uh, doing a better job of trusting one another. Um, you know, it, it's less trying to, to you know, take a, a certain situation all by yourself. Uh, and we, we saw that happen a little bit at the beginning of the year where we were playing quality teams, and uh, we, we didn't play as a team against a, a team like a Hillsboro or a Kindred um, or uh, New Rockford um, for four straight quarters. And so um, now that we, we're learning to rely on one another, um, our mental fortitude is continuing to improve, and uh, we're, we're used to some of those situations. Our athletic director, uh, Travis Lamar, does a great job of making sure that we have a tough schedule to play. And uh, we always hope that that gets us ready to play come tournament time.
0: Your opponent coming up uh, tomorrow night, Richland, you guys played in a, a well of a ball game back in January, at late January 27th, a 60-59 to affair where you guys lost by one. So a second time around yeah. here against the, the, the Richland Colts, uh, Matt, what do you expect uh, tomorrow night? And I guess how, how do you kind of just flip it to where you're the team that wins by a, at least a point?
1: Yeah, it should be a fun game, uh, and, and and so it's it's going to be a, a good show for anyone that makes it out there. If we can take care of the basketball more effectively than we did uh, against them the first time around, we had over 25 turnovers in that game, and it still played out to a one-point game. Uh, that's not the style of ball we want to play. Uh, we kind of fell into uh, to them and their game plan, where they like to, to keep that tempo up. They like to create turnovers, especially around the perimeter. Um we We fell right into their trap, and they were able to come back from a seven point deficit in the fourth quarter and uh, they beat us and and so you know credit to them, but we we hope to change the narrative a little bit this time through.
0: You have a lot of seniors here, Matt, on your team and some upperclassmen leadership as well. Mm-hmm. When it gets to this time of the year, how important is it to have guys that have kind of been through the battles and maybe if you feel like you you, you can go 2-3 deep off the bench, how important is that once you get mm-hmm. to a tournament time where you had to kind of win and you have an opportunity now to win three games in four days?
1: It's, it's, uh, it's worth its weight in gold. Uh, our senior crew and uh, our seniors kind of fall in that same category. They're, they're they're doing a great job of kind of directing the ship, so to speak. Uh, they've been through our program. They've played a lot of minutes. Uh, sophomores, freshmen. Uh, our, our team was down that year, and so we, we ended up starting. Um, three years ago, we started two freshmen, two sophomores, and a junior. And so they've played a lot of minutes for us. Uh, with that, they understand our, our defensive principles. They understand um, you know, what we expect of them. They understand the clock management things uh, because they've been through it. Uh, Quite a bit and so that's that's a that's a definite blessing as we get this deep into a tournament um, and our depth is something that we uh, we're trying to make sure that we capitalize on. We're able to go eight nine deep um, every night and uh, our bench contributes and so um, it, it changes the pace a little bit defensively when we got uh, the ability to chase somebody around with some fresh legs as we get deeper into the game and so they've they've been fantastic and and those that don't enter into the game very often they've done a great job of kind of taking it upon themselves to make sure that our, our practices are as competitive as we be and so that our teams is as ready as, as possible come, come Thursday night.
0: Last thing for Matt Norman, again, Central Cast Boys basketball coach. They play Richland tomorrow night for a spot at State. Then they would head to the Bismarck Event Center uh, Thursday through Saturday, the winner of tomorrow night's Region 1 title game down in Wappington. We'll find out the all-region team, uh, you know, uh, parts of that, the coach of the year, all that fun stuff is going to be down in Wappington. But, Matt, I tell you what, for for the folks in Castleton there, it's been a fun couple of weeks. You you knock off your rival in in the girls' side in the Region 1 title and Mm -hmm. kindred, then, you knock them off again here uh, last night in the Region 1 uh, boys semifinals, and for Central Cast to get the state and girls, and now you're 32 minutes away from potentially doing that. A uh, uh, Basketball blood's been probably boiling pretty good, I would say, the last three, four weeks uh, out in Castleton, just with this uh, stretch run for both your club, uh, Matt, and alongside of Coach Bachman's club uh, on the girls' side.
1: Yeah, and, you know, what? credit to Coach Bachman and his staff and that entire girls' team. They, they, uh, they put on a real great show in the region tournament, and, and we were really proud of them at the, the state champ or the state uh, tournament we were able to uh, practice in east grand forks um over the break and uh or the, the girls tournament and we uh we talked about just how much fun it was uh, to be able to be a part of that it's just fans and part of the student body and that i think that helped keep the kids keep the kids hungry going into our region tournament and uh when you get kids excited about uh, something and they kind of come together with with a goal uh, it can be a pretty powerful thing so we're we're hoping to be uh, as successful as possible
0: we know this it's going to take all 32 minutes for whoever wins that one between richland and central cast make matt thank you very much for your time best of luck tomorrow night i know joel morgan and mick forcus will be down there for our coverage on our mm-hmm. sister station 790 kfjo and what should be a very very packed oblique reactivity center so matt thanks again and best of luck tomorrow okay
1: hey thank you i appreciate you having me on
0: Central Cast Boys basketball coach Matt Norman with us here on our Wings and Rings Coaches Show. Well, earlier today, a guy that's been down in Wappington, Joel Morgan, alongside Bob Roars in the quarters and the semifinals, uh, we had an opportunity to kind of preview this uh, championship game between, uh, again, one more time, Richland and Central Cast. Kindred and Tri-State will play at 6 p.m. in the third place game tomorrow. Then the championship is scheduled at 7.30 between the Squirrels and the Colts. Here's our one-on-one conversation from earlier in the day on what the Region 1 tournament has looked like up to this point with myself and Joel Morgan. Well, Joel, you look at the Region 1 tournament, and we called it March Madness for a reason, and I think we said in Region 1 Boys Basketball, too, that this was going to be a very year that's going to have a lot of parity to it. And you talked to the coaches from start to finish. They said there's maybe one of five, one of six teams that could arguably win this thing. And in the quarterfinals, 7-seed Trenton upends number 2-seed Enderlin, which was a state-ranked team. And then in the semifinals last night, Central Cass gets the best of Kindred in the Region 1 tournament again from what happened in the girls just a couple weeks ago now to the boys. Also, Kindred went perfect 12-0 and in the regular season in Region 1. They were a ranked team. Central Cass is better than their record because they've played a lot of teams close this year. But now you have... Uh, number three seed Richland, who made it to state last year, and they got by Northern Cass, then they got by a number seven seed in Tri-State, so they go to the championship against a 4-5 or matchup where Central Cass played Oak Grove in the quarterfinals, and you said, the Grovers or the Squirrels are going to be done after quarters, what's going on? And now all of a sudden, Central Cass finds himself in Region 1. How have the crowds, how have the games, and how have uh, everything, is it as crazy as what we've seen, I'm trying to get at Joel, from the national narrative or from the state, you go on social media and everyone goes, what's going on in Region 1 right now?
2: Yeah, Region 1 has definitely been an incredible run of basketball since its move to uh, NDSCS. Uh, crowds have been great. The fans have been great. I love that venue for basketball because you just have so much room. You can fit so many fans. Uh, you have so much going on on the sidelines. You uh, you know, when games tend to run later and teams are rearing to go to play in the next game, you kind of get that congestion on the sidelines of the next team coming in, the next team leaving. You don't bump into that at NDSCS. It's just an incredible atmosphere, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And, um, you know, people who have followed Region 1 closely understand that. Uh, and, and not to take away from Kindred being 12-0 in that region, that's a hard-fought 12-0 for Kindred. They played a lot of teams really close. Uh, Richland started out gangbusters. They battled some injuries. They hit a tough stretch. Central Cass has really turned it on. That's eight straight wins yesterday. So yeah, the 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 cliche that it's March Madness, anything can happen going into this tournament. Uh, anyone who was very close to Region One uh, knew that, and uh, it has definitely paid off. And and a big hats off to Tri-State for pulling off the win they did against Enderlin. Uh, the fact that they were down by 13 twice in there, and they came back to get the win, and they kept their composure, and they and they uh, really threw kind of a a wrench into you know, how the tournament was going to turn out, which is which is what you want to do. Tri-State came into their semifinal against Richland, and um, they overcame double-figure deficits again against Richland. Uh, unfortunately, just not enough. That fourth quarter, Richland really took over. But, um, yeah, I, I think I told Bob when the tournament started, uh, Bob Roars, we've been doing the games on air, I said that um, I couldn't tell you who's going to be playing Thursday night for the championship. And it, it really felt that way coming in. And uh, Central Cass and Richland uh, two teams that easily could have been there, and they are. And the two teams playing for third place, I think they could have been there as well. I, I did not think that uh, that Tri-State beating Richland was going to be so far out of the realm of possibility. And a couple shots fall for Richland. We have a or Tri-State. We have a different looking game. But um, this is really a great March Madness tournament. Region one has really been. Uh, it hasn't fit the script of the seeds, uh, higher seeds winning. I mean, the number one and number two seed already out of the tournament. Uh, your two top 10 ranked teams, out of the tournament and the chance to go on a state. Yeah, number three, Richland, number four,
0: Central Castle. It'll be tomorrow night on our sister station, 790 KFGO at 730 for the championship. Then you have Kindred and Tri-State in the third-place game. That'll be at 6 p.m. Joel Morgan and McFarcus will have the call for you tomorrow on KFGO. And, you know, Enderlin, you feel for them because the last decade you've thought that, hey, maybe this could be their year. Now they're bringing back a lot of guys. Uh, For Kindred, you thought, hey, with the girls going down, the boys played really well, maybe this is going to be their year. They're losing a pretty good senior class, so what's going to happen next season? Enderlin might be the early favorite, but you still got to play this year, and that's what everything is all about. And you know what? For Central Cast, an opportunity to sweep Region 1 for girls and boys basketball. On the flip side, if you look at Richland, have a chance to go back to back. I guess is there a player that has stood out for the squirrels or for Richland to get to this point? I think you can probably go Cole Myers, a Ryland for uh, Richland. Maybe if you look at Central Cast, there might be a Dixon. There's probably a couple of guards that I haven't may uh, mentioned yet of the squirrels. What have you seen the difference for Central Cast to go on this eight game winning streak? As defense, are they hitting down shots? And I think for Richland, you said something early, Joel. And that is again that they're healthy, and this team throughout the season either has battled sickness or one of their starters being out, or maybe two starters being out in a particular game. They they're getting healthy at the right time again.
2: Yeah, if we want to take a look at Richland, they had a really great mix of an outside inside attack uh, against Kindred, and they're really a, a team of opportunity. Um, you know, Coach Norman really um, for Central Cast for Central Cast. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. He he really uh, has done a great job of. Prepping his players for games, I feel like, because um, they had a definite game plan against Kindred. They executed, and um, Kindred had nine turnovers in the first half, which you don't see a lot from Coach Wales' teams. Uh, so for for Central Cast to force nine turnovers in the first half, to capitalize on scoring, uh, to contain Keller. Keller got into some foul troubles. In fact, the whole team got into some foul troubles at halftime. Every starter had at least two fouls. So uh, Central Cast kept up the intensity in the post, and they were drawing a lot of fouls. Uh, they were making Kindred do a lot of things they didn't want to do. They controlled the game against, uh, I think, Kindred was the deepest team in Region 1 in this tournament. They still are. I mean, they have to play for third place. They have one more game. Their season isn't quite over, but... Um, they were the deepest team, and Central Cass found a great way to win. Uh was a, a team win. Uh, Kabervig and, and Worry were shooting very well outside. They were hitting threes almost on command. Uh, Worry's the lead scorer on the team, Owen Worry, and he was a guy that everyone was going to have to uh, well, worry about on the court. Mm-hmm. And they were on him. Kovarvig started hitting threes, and there was a point where you can tell Kindred was like, what do we got to do to stop this outside presence, and then you get Dixon in the in the mix. He did a a great job matching up inside with Keller. He he really created matchup problems for anyone. And um you know when Keller was in foul trouble, um Dixon really came in tough and came in hard and, and drew a lot of fouls. And you know Keller exited the game about three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then that was a big difference maker. Um you know your big man gets in foul trouble, it, it's never good. The same thing happened to Enderlin. Um they lost to Hurlbert uh, with foul trouble in that game. But yeah, Central Cass... Everything's working for them, nine wins in a row. Uh, the defense as well, the intensity is there, the the basketball IQ is there, and that was really the difference maker against Kindred. And if you look at that Kindred game, uh, the score, if you look at that at face value on the score, you're, you're really not going to see how good of a game it was because uh, Kindred, yeah, they didn't play Kindred basketball, but that was on account of Central Cass uh, really disrupting them and taking them out of system. It wasn't that Kindred came out and, and played really awful. So that, that's how I feel about what I see from Central Cast going to Richland, um, one player who I think has really contributed well in two games, uh, you can obviously point to, their, to uh, Cole Myers, their big score, Carson Anderson inside, but uh, Nick Thompson, the sophomore who's come in and played some minutes because Anderson was in foul trouble, um, he doesn't score a whole lot. Thompson's not going to score more, maybe more than four, six points a game, um, but he comes in and... Uh, they don't skip a beat with him in the post. And he's going to get some hard-fought rebounds. Uh, He's going to get some hard-fought fouls. He went to the line back-to-back times just because he put himself in the right position uh, to to have fouls committed from Tri-State. There's a guy I I think is is a gamer right now for Richland, and he's kind of been the X factor um, because Cole Myers didn't exactly play particularly well in that first game. He wasn't scoring like they needed him to be, but uh, they had some other guys step up. Carter Lincoln's been playing very well. But um, the the issue that Richland's going to have when it comes to Central Cast, I think you have two big men that will match up in the paint. You have outside shooting that's going to match it, it complement each other very well on both sides. Um, you're going to have to play some very intense defense, and you're going to have to force turnovers, and, and Richland doesn't run very deep. Central Cast doesn't run super deep, uh, but they have a few extra guys who could they, could they can fit into that rotation and find spots for where Richland doesn't quite go as deep, and uh, they really stretched their condition yesterday Coach Ryland said that um, all the XGC he really felt that he was working him hard the last couple weeks conditioning wise in practice and he said they kind of cashed in on that equity last night and now they're going to have to find a way uh, to get that kind of performance against Central Cass uh, coming up tomorrow night in the championship
0: and that's the one thing you get that off day so maybe if you are a little bit you know don't go as deep so to speak you get that off day to prep and you know it's going to be the second time around for these two teams to play he's Joe Morgan I'm Chase Miller a couple more minutes left here we'll go back to region one to book in it but across the state of class b you have region two the defending champs are out in thompson they were the three c going into that region two tournament but number one and number two are respectively there hatton northwick and someone other than thompson or hillsborough central valley <laughs> get out of that region on the boy side we'll find out carson hennings yes there's still a Henningsguard left in hillsborough central Last valley one. exactly so we'll find out if hatton northwood who's Benner, who's maybe, you know, if you haven't followed Class B basketball from the start of the year to where they are now, Enderlin started this season with the win over at Hatton but only by five points. That's been a very fun team to kind of watch and a cool storyline if they get out of Region 2. You look at Region 4. A powerhouse. The Woodchucks of St. John. You have the Indians of Four Winds, Milwaukee, the number one team in the state in Four Winds. Out in Region Six, rugby's still alive. You look out in Region Eight, it's gone all chalk. Number one and two, Bula and Dickinson, Trendy. Shiloh's still there. You got to Edgely, Cullum, and the Clippers of Strasbourg, Zealand in Region Three. I mean, there's some who's who, but then at the same time, there might be one or two upsets. Potentially on Thursday, they might get to see some new teams. For example, Rugby has owned Region 6 as of late. Region 4 has been either St. John or 4 wins in Milwaukee. And hatton Northwood could change the script again in Region 2. Region 3 has kind of been a revolving door the last couple of years. Region 5, Shiloh, and everybody else. And you kind of look out west, because Watford City moved up from Region 8, you're going to get some new teams in there. And then Region 7, Dickinson-Trendy is still there, but you still got Buell and the Miners, who also, by the way, have been to State of Good Times, and and Coach Branson, a pretty good job. So we might have a little something different, Joel, I think, at the Bismarck Event Center next Thursday through Saturday, or we might have a lot of the same.
2: Yeah, uh, that's how I feel. And, you know, EKM, Hatton Northwood's never been there. EKM's never been there. It it would be nice to see those teams. St. John, uh, they got a tall order in their championship game, but, um, you know, got a chance to see them play on the football field. Uh, when they uh, they beat um, Mayport CG in the first round of the playoffs for nine-man and um, a great group of athletes. Uh, I think a very well-disciplined group of athletes from what I saw on the football field, and a lot of those guys are obviously playing double sports. So um, uh, I, I think if they, if they bring that kind of discipline and that athleticism out there, that uh, they'll be on to Bismarck next week.
0: Uh, uh, final thing for you here, looking at the matchup then tomorrow night in the title game back to Region 1, Central Cast and Richland, I know we talked about the depth, but give me one or two things if Central Cast and the red of the squirrels win or the baby blue and the Richland Colts in terms of some of their color scheme, what's one or two things for Richland? What's one or two things for Central Cast to try to get the job done in advance for either the squirrels? It's been a little while since they've been at state for that boys' basketball program. But what I mean by a little while, Oak Grove's really had the number in Region 1. We've seen Richland as of late, uh, probably pretty well. You know, Northern Cass a couple years ago, they got to state. So what's it going to take for Richland to go back-to-back back or Central Cass to get
2: back to state? Uh, Central Cass is going to have to have a lot of intensity and create turnovers. Uh, they're going to have to have, again, uh, a half of basketball where they create nearly double-figure turnovers from their opponent. And, and they're going to have to control inside. Um, Dixon, no one was able to touch him, even even when Keller was in there. Granted, Keller was kind of out of sorts, seen sitting earlier than he was anticipating because of the foul trouble. But if they can control inside and they can create a lot of turnovers, uh, I, I think that that's the two things that are, that are really going to be a difference maker for them. For Richland, uh, they're going to have to shoot lights out. Uh, their outside shooting is is second to none in the state, I think. And if, if they can hit some early threes and sustain, uh, I think two big runs... Will really be a difference maker for them if they can just knock down a handful of threes at a time. Uh, that'll be their difference maker, and they got to stay out of foul trouble because uh, they lost uh, Carson Anderson uh, on day one in foul trouble. He didn't. He didn't foul out of the game, but they lost a lot of minutes with him. Um, so they're going to have to avoid getting in foul trouble uh, if they want to come away with the win. But you know, it, it it might be a very tightly contested game, or I wouldn't be surprised if we have both teams. Uh, scoring in the mid 70s into the 80s. I mean, and that's that's the way that these two teams are capable of playing.
0: It'll be a lot of fun tomorrow night on our sister station, 790 KFGL. Again, third place game, Kindred and Tri-State. That'll start at 6 with a championship at around 7.30. We'll find out who the region coach of the year is, senior athlete of the year, all region team, and more. You'll be alongside McFarkus. Should be a lot of fun. Joel, thanks so much for your time. Enjoy another rousing edition of Class B Region 1 basketball. We'll see if the championship game can be possibly as crazy as this tournament kind of has been so far the first two days.
2: Yeah, expect the unexpected. That's all you can do.